the American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must eat America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must eat America back as liberty weeps. Our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. And we begin the second hour of the National Inter Report. I am your host, Steve Elkinson. Today's date is April 24th. 2023. Just a little update on Farron Schof. Yes, he has been gone for several weeks. I did not know that. I'm just uh, talking to Julie in the, the boardroom here. And uh, he's taking some personal time off. I don't want to go into any other detail other than that to say, well, to say personal time off. And I will attempt to give him a call later tonight and to see when he might return. Uh, but yeah, I guess we have been, we've been listening to some rebroadcasts from Farron's show on Saturday, so I didn't realize that. So uh, I will see if I can get down to the bottom of it and see when he might be returning back to RBM. We miss him. He's a good man. He's a dang good man. Oh, it says that Richard Carey's been doing his show instead. I didn't know that. Okay, well, there's definitely, you can tell the difference between Farron's voice and Richard Carey, night and day. (laughs) Am I right or am I right? I'm right. Anheuser-Busch Executive and Marketing Director is on a leave of absence. Well, that's no big shocker there. Lisa Heiderscheid's pitch to uh, to use a transgender influencer, Dylan Movani, to bring in more LGBTQ+. Plus. I still don't know what that plus means. Anybody know what the plus means? Is that just telling you that we may add more letters after this? You know, it's like, it's like that uh, Wheel of Fortune here, you know. You know, the letter, you know, I don't know. They're going to add more letters. I, I don't know. It's It's been plus for a while. I, I don't really know what's intended after the plus. Or the plus will just disappear, and then there'll be a couple more letters, and then a plus after that. I don't know. How, how many more letters? Are there more letters than just LGBTQ? I, I thought I saw a whole slew. One time somebody, as a, as a joke, said, now this actually really exists, but they just kind of cut it down to LGBTQ plus, but there's a whole bunch more letters after the plus. So she did this as an idea to think that she could bring in more people to their product. And actually what happened was just the opposite. You alienated, you pandered to the 10% and you alienated and angered the 90% of those who consume your product, a very bad business decision. Not uh, not a part of a good business model to alienate 90%, anger the 90% for 10% appeasement. Uh, very, very stupid. I don't know anybody learned that in business school. 
in advertising. Yes, in advertising, you want to appease the very small minority, and you want to anger the 90%. That's how you grow. No, only in the bizarro world. No business school is teaching that, so I don't know where she got her education from, but it's just a, a stupid, stupid decision. And I got to say, the Anheuser-Busch, the executives, the higher-ups must have known, if they don't know what their marketing people are doing, then they really are not in tune with their business, their business model, what's going on. You should know what your marketing people are doing. It should go to the top. The top say, yes, I like this idea. It's a good idea. And uh, you go with it. Well, this whole repair job now that they're trying to do is showing the Clydesdales, the uh, the horses going across the field in America, and a great beer. It's been serving beer for a number of years here, and what a great American company this is. And you'd feel like you just want to hit your, you know, beat your chest and look at the American flag and salute it. Uh, you guys are so good, Ameri- you know, Anheuser Busch. But uh, it's anything but that. It's not working on us. Their little campaign to bring back their image. With the Clydesdales is not working. It's not working. It's just not working. You have ticked off a good portion of your population, of your consumer population here. And I don't think they're coming back. And I don't think they should. I don't think they should. Um, This should be a good message, a good lesson for companies to not go political. Don't venture into this territory, okay? You just – you do your product – you sell your product, you stand by your product, you make a quality product, but don't get into politics. And certainly not this kind of politics. You know, you go from macho beer drinkers to bubble boy in the tub and the pearl necklace. And it, 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 I'm, I'm sorry, you just destroyed your brand. You just destroyed your image by going in that direction, kind of like what Disney did. If anything, look to people like Disney to say we won't do that because we don't want to follow their their lead in losing customers and losing business. Disney is not doing well. Disney is talking about even moving out of Florida, and I'm okay with that. Leave. Go. I tell you what, I got a great place where you can go, but I think they already have an extension there already. It's in California, but maybe you can just move it all to California. That's the place to be. That's the place that would accept your woke thinking go to california they accept everything in california anything goes in california they actually should change their motto forget it be called the the golden state just uh why don't you just have the motto of if it feels good do it how about that that's a good motto for california if it feels good just do it and we'll support that i think they should go to california disney go to california so, uh, yeah, she's on uh, leave of absence here, I, I assume with pay. But it's a no-brainer. What uh, You just don't alienate your mass, your majority of your, your consumers. You just don't do that. Um, they can't fire her. That's, that's the funny part about it. They're really caught in a bind here, the higher brass. They can't fire her. They can ask her to resign. You know, talk to her. Please, please resign. Help us. Help us. But they can't fire her. Firing her will go against the whole movement, the transgender movement. And you don't want to piss off these people. You really don't, I guess. I mean, they're going to come after Anheuser-Busch then, you know. But uh, you can't make them happy. You can't make these people happy. But they can't fire her, so she's going to have to resign on her own. Uh, I don't know how how else to get rid of her, how else to save face if she 
resigns, maybe the issue will die down after a while and go away. But I don't think the consumer is going to come back and say, you know what, I forgive you. It's got the same kind of feeling I have about the people that brought on the COVID hoax, the, the pandemic, pandemic, and the COVID vaccines and all the harm they brought to this, this country and this world. You know, after they made the, the mistake, what they did, they now want amnesty. They try to ruin our lives, destroy our livelihood, our economics, and now they want amnesty for, for the, the crimes that they committed on humanity. Sorry, not going to get it. No amnesty here. I make war on you. Okay, and that's what I'm sticking around for, the war against these people that actually brought on this this genocide, this depopulation gen. I want to see you buried. I'm going to bury you people for what you did to this country, this world. I'm going to bury you. I'm never going to give up. Never. Let's go to the phones. Let's talk to, uh, hey, Francis in North Carolina. Welcome, Francis. Hello, young man. Hey, you got your drink there? No, I left that inside at the moment. I'm outside dealing with chickens and so forth and kitties. Okay. What's on your mind tonight? But, but I'll do that later. Uh, what's on my mind? Oh, what isn't on my mind? Uh, for one thing, I just find this to be a lovely bunch of coconuts and so many diversions, it's, so many diversions it's not even silly. Yeah. Uh, between politicians pulling various uh, political stunts for financial uh, ends to the point of uh, paying money out to a uh, uh, transvestite in Ukraine to up in D.C. with Pelosi and her, uh, I'm not sure what he is, <laughs> uh, to um, uh, Anheuser Bush, the Queen of Beers, mm-hmm. uh, for that matter. Hey, that did was you say nice queen, Did you say Queen of Beers or Queer of Beers? Well, either one could apply. I, I like uh, I like that. Uh, I saw one that was a, a meme that said the queer of beers. I, I kind of thought, well, that rhymes. I kind of like that. That yeah, works for me. Yeah, that now, works for the me. Only, the only way that they could, you know, there only could only be one counterbalance to that fiasco. And in order to go back to being called the king of beers, yeah. they need to start having women dressed as men, uh, as in drag kings. Yeah. And actually start um, uh, promoting Budweiser uh, brew. Then they can really say the king of beers. Yeah. Uh, well, go figure. It's pure logic, even though it's kind of twisted. But hey. Um, well, you know, if you think about it, what do, what do you think the percentage of uh, the percentage of the market that uh, that men drink beer? What do you think the percentage would be? I think a lot more men drink beer than women do. You think so? You've just, you know, the macho man image drinking beer, the guys sitting around drinking beer, and now you've given them a product with a beer can with a a dandy boy uh, on the on the uh, label itself in the bubble bath and his mouth open wide like he's just having a grand old time there and wearing a pearl necklace. And I mean, I mean, that's <laughs> you got to admit, it's pretty funny. I mean, it is, but you know, you've what? got a bunch of macho guys saying, well, I. I you know, putting their hand over that, I, I can't drink this beer. I, I already saw the label on, and I saw the dandy boy, and now I'm, I'm not going to drink this beer anymore. I mean, you know, it, it was just a boneheaded move to even think about going into that territory. It was just a very, very stupid marketing strategy, the dumbest I've Steve, ever seen. Steve, I look at this way. It is hilarious, but you know what? When I think about the visual of that, it makes me nauseous. Well, you know, even I'm, even I'm, funnier than that, even funnier than that. What's more macho than uh, 
than drinking beer is drinking whiskey, for God's sakes. And you got Jack Daniels whiskey going woke also uh, and, and uh, supporting this yeah, transgender uh, agenda. I mean, there's no, I mean, what do you think? What do you think? Um, the old cowboys, uh, you know, in movies and TV, like John Wayne walks into a bar and, uh, <laughs> you, you know, and, and now you've got uh, a new guy coming in town. He walks into the bar and he's a transgender and he wants a shot of whiskey. I mean, you got to laugh. It's you've gone from okay. macho how, to how, dandy boy. You how, know? how did Jack Daniels get into this? I, I missed that one. Oh, yeah, they got in. They're in uh, Nike, Nike. uh apparel for women's bras this dylan muvaney is actually wearing bras by nike but he got I, no I don't see any i don't see any breast tissue maybe there's just stuff and tissue in there or something but he's actually doing advertisement for nike bras it's just it's just embarrassing so they're basically incorporating a drag queen to do uh advertising for them okay yeah got it. well we That's have just... the power of the boycott like i guess i i support I fully support the, the, the power of the boycott well, here. Well, I think I'm just uh, that early on. And don't return. Think, don't return when they finally wise up. Don't return. Just don't return to their products. Well, maybe they, in order for them to get their customer base to come back, maybe they need to do something special to actually be more appealing. I mean, gals in bikinis that were actually women or whatever, uh, the, um, what was the name of that dog that they had at one point? Oh, Spuds McKenzie. Oh, uh, Spud, Spuds McKenzie. Spuds McKenzie. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah Spuds McKenzie had a black eye, and now Dylan Mulvaney is given the label a black eye. <laughs> what an irony. Yeah. What is, isn't that? What is, do you know what would be, you know be really hilarious? And, and if I say if I was a writer for Saturday Night Live, the old Saturday Night Live, I'd love to have fun with this <laughs> issue. I would actually have a – I would have some fun – with that Sports Illustrated issue where they have all the beautiful women, Ew. except they would be all transgender women in bikinis, and they would uh, their, their bulges would be showing, and I'd say, here's oh, your SI uh, women, uh, transgender women of the year. Here we go. Enough. Enough. You're making me sick. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even eaten dinner yet. Give me a break, oh, Steve. I'm sorry. I didn't want to ruin your appetite, but... Well, I just thought that, that SI image with the uh, swimsuit issue with the with the transgender lying there spread out with the bulge. It's uh, uh, I think that would I think that would be hilarious. Force illustrate. I'm sorry, but no, 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 no. That's just so wrong. Uh, now, now, if you were to mention a publication like Hustler, Play, uh, Boy, Girl, whatever you want to call it, um, and uh, other smut publications, then I can see where you're going. But no, not for Sports Illustrated. That's been highly respectable as, as well as Buddy uh, uh, Anheuser Bush and all that for decades. <laughs> so this thing about incorporating uh, uh, men dressing up in drag as women and all this stuff—they've really gone off the. Uh, well, I hate to say it off the beaten path, but I'm sorry. Yeah, they, yeah. That's a train wreck. True, it is. That's a train wreck. Yeah, it is it those commercials on TV when they have RuPaul's Drag Queen? I just, oh, I, I just shake my head. What is happening in this world? It's hilarious. The children are seeing this, and they're definitely going after the children. Of course, well, the PTAs yeah, are okay with uh, Drag Queen Story Hour and and uh, Drag know, Queens a, tw twerking with in, in front of your children. You know that Bizarre. that's another issue that 
And it's up to the parents' choice and decision as to where they take their children, which is their responsibility. And quite frankly, if they're doing that, then the question is, what is the parents thinking? You know? And if they yeah. want women doing a story uh, uh, hour at the public library, then why don't they get women that are willing to dress up and look like clowns like these fellas do? Yeah. I mean, it's not very hard, uh, depending. But... Yeah. Um, I just find it to be a, a, an intellectual joke that they're actually stooping to that level. But then again, the way the uh, inflation has occurred, and we're in a, uh, been in the recession for over a year or better, which means we're going into a depression. Yeah. I'm not surprised that they're pulling all sorts of stops to try to get them up business because their business is hurting. Well, guess what? You don't do it by slapping a drag queen on your label. No, you don't. I mean, you don't. You know, I mean, you know, 20, uh, I, 25, let's see, 20 years ago, if um, if you brought a drag queen or a story time drag queen to your school or you had mm-hmm. some kind of um, peep show here for kids for entertainment in a school, um, there have been lawsuits and parents that would have allowed their, their children to attend these things. Uh, Child Protective Services would have been at your house. Removing your children because yeah. you were a has you were not being a good parent. That's twenty yeah. years ago. Now look at it now, and, and uh, we're fighting the battle against these these liberal boards yeah. of uh, of uh, being well, indecent, uh, you know, vulgar. That what's going on now, and we're yeah. supposed to accept it and and never say a word about it. And now we're we're labeled the domestic terrorists because we have standards. Oh, and we want to stick well, up for our children, it, and we want to use the education. The learning education itself, the higher education, is exactly for that. It's education, not to be well, indoctrinated and brainwashed yeah. on somebody's political agenda. Well, it's interesting you mentioned that because I come across uh, videos online where uh, various school boards, whenever uh, the parents are coming to address the school board about various publications or who knows what, yeah. um, they are being investigated by the school board using the FBI and local police force or whatever to investigate those parents or even have them arrested for coming and addressing the school board. Now, yeah. what is wrong with this picture? I mean, yeah. the parents are expressing concern over what their children are being exposed to, and yet they're being investigated to the point of being arrested for having done that? Right. Uh, can because somebody please stop the train let me get off because this is uh, a train wreck that's happening again. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's absurd. I don't get it. The, the logic is not there. No, it's uh, not. The legal, the legal system is turned upside down. Yeah. I mean, it's a complete joke. So. Yeah, it is. And, and it progressed pretty fast, which was amazing how fast this thing took off like a wildfire. And those who tried to stop it were now are demonized, and they're the villains. They're the bad guys for there trying to go. stop it. And they want to there put a go. label on you. You you hate people. You're a hater. You're a bigot. You're a mean person. No, no, oh. not at all. I don't, I don't care what people do in the privacy of their own homes. I could care less. But leave the okay. children alone. Education, school is for education, reading, writing, arithmetic, and science. It's not for indoctrination and brainwashing my child to your political agenda. I hear you, too. Francis. I thank you for your call. Go enjoy that Corona with the with the lime and coconut and pineapple. You got it. <laughs> Later, kiddo.
Einstein once said, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach, or a favorite song from the past, or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To read more about this amazing breakthrough and to order your terahertz frequency want, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. I'm Peter Serafine with another Liberty Minute. If you own a firearm, then you need legal protection. Use code LIGHTHOUSE at protectwithbear.com for the most affordable carry insurance available. During 2019 and 2020, there were 34,000 gun-related homicides, 94,000 committed suicide, and 161,000 died from drug overdoses. What does our government focus on? Well, more often than not, gun control. Three times as many people took their own life and five times as many people overdosed. Logic would dictate focus on the biggest killer first and then the biggest killer and so on. These numbers are proof that the government only cares about you and I when there is a partisan political battle to be fought. Why focus on mental health, stability, and illegal drugs when guns grab the biggest headlines? That matter, why are guns the biggest headlines when five times as many people die from overdoses and fentanyl poisonings? The media and our government are both more interested in sensational headlines than actually fixing any problem. Find more news and commentary at liberty-lighthouse.com. Until next time, see this Pashem Parabellum. Did you know the IRS publicly admits that income tax is collected by voluntary compliance? Get the information you need to help you avoid income tax with these five easy steps. All you have to do is go to avoidincometax.com to get your five easy steps on how to avoid the IRS income tax. Escape the IRS. Let avoidincometax.com help you. We guarantee our five easy steps or your money back. Go to avoidincometax.com. are open 512-248-8252 that's 512-248-8252 got a couple on the line here and uh this is this is a nice night i'm enjoying we got a nice thunderstorm moving in right now the rain is really pounding hard on the studio here tonight and uh can you hear the thunder and uh, i'm sure my dogs are well there's they shouldn't be waking out i gave them a, a little dose of cbd oil i think they should be chilled out right now but uh 
it's nice. We have a nice atmosphere tonight. Uh, some good calls tonight, and I appreciate it. Again, 512-248-8252. Let's go back to the phones. Let's talk to Patrick in Texas. Welcome, Patrick. Hi, uh, Steve. Uh, you know, as far as this uh, reparations, yeah. you know, the blacks are not the only slaves. Uh, there was a white slavery. Uh, as a matter of fact, President Andrew Johnson, who uh, relieved Lincoln, was a slave for 10 years. And he refused to shake the hand of this black presidential candidate, Frederick Douglass, because he knew that blacks were used as slave drivers for the white slaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, like two-thirds of the actual colonists were actually slaves, indentured service, trying to call them. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it, the, uh, the Jews were running the slave trade. They, uh, uh, they had run out of Portsmouth, Rhode Island, and they, had, they owned all the slave ships. And yep. they, they handled all the, uh, the sales of it. Yeah. And uh, 40% of Jews owned slaves. I think it was only yep. 2% of whites had owned slaves. Have, have, you ever heard anybody, have you ever heard anybody mention that other than yourself? Have you ever heard anybody talk about that? Ever? No, no way. Nope, uh, exactly. Just, you're, you're never going to hear about it. The Jews will play the Holocaust the card, the Holocaust, the Holocaust, the Holocaust, and they'll never talk about whatever they've done also. And in relation to the slave trade, they'll never talk about those ships. They'll never talk about being the middlemen of uh, human traffic. And they'll never talk about any of this stuff. Never, ever. And, you know, this is, uh, you know, this is all, you know, Lincoln you know, in 1865, they killed him. But, uh, you know, was, uh, he was a pen pal of Karl Marx. And uh, Karl Marx in the manifesto in 1848, I believe. And um, mm-hmm. he... Uh, that would that corresponded with the uh, revolutions in all of England, uh, all of Europe. They had uh, even in in Germany they had a this, this uh, communist uh, general and took a whole brigade and broke into an army and handed them out to all the communists in in Germany. Uh, now they they failed and they all basically ran out of Austria and, and everywhere and they ran into America and uh, for uh, for sanctuary. Uh, and a lot of those, like 50 of the northern generals in the Union Army, were communists. Uh, they were just made, you know, communists. Um, and uh, and uh, so, uh, you know, it's like uh, Lincoln, I guess, was was friend, was a penthouse of Marx. But uh, uh, now, now the uh, they when it, whenever the Civil War was finished off, you know, they all of these these Jewish uh, carpetbaggers, the Baruchs, the uh, Lehman Brothers, uh, they all came down, and emissaries of the Rothschilds, and they took from, the, from all the widows and orphans all their last savings. And then, and then if anybody, anybody dared speak up, they would put them into these uh, federal uh, insane asylum if they yeah. didn't shoot them right on the spot. Yeah. Uh, it, it was brutal, you know, and uh, that's, that's a fact. You know, that, that's, uh, of course, that is never talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, how the uh, the absolutely just the the scorched earth policy of uh, Sherman, you know, and uh, and uh, they do not everywhere everywhere. And then after war, for thirteen years after that Reconstruction, all of these um, northern uh, appointed governors, they, they just wrecked wrecked havoc on all of the uh, the states. Uh, Michael right. Getty speaks right. about that and how they the the, uh, the governor protectorate of the Arkansas. A carpetbagger. Mm-hmm. He brought in twenty-eight thousand rifles to give them to the blacks, 
and uh, and continue to hunt down the whites. Now the Klan found out about that and took all the, and, and they took all the rifles and threw them in the water in the ocean, mm-hmm. in the Mississippi, I believe. And uh, you know it, it was brutal. And and uh, of course you know they, they in 1865 Reuters International was created, and that was a great for covering up all those war crimes. They just happened, uh, and uh, it it shocked everybody. But uh, uh, you know, as far as uh, reparations, I mean, that's let's not be fair about it. You know, it was like everybody who's been a slave one time or another. And, uh, yeah, there are, there are a lot of slaves. There were a lot of slaves. Yeah, you're right. Everybody's got a story to share to yeah, be a, to show they were a victim, and put their hand out and want uh, some kind of monetary payment for being a victim. Uh, being a yeah. victim is profitable, and uh, but this this one here is so far out there, and uh, it, it's just. It's just something that's going to divide this country just a little bit more. Like I said, impossibly uh, kick off a race war because if you reward somebody at the hands of somebody else's hard work, you bring down their quality of living and you you raise their living up. Somebody's going to hate somebody, and uh, this is not going to turn out well. It, it's something that needs to be killed off completely, this idea. It's stupid. Uh, if California wanted to do it, I can't stop California from being stupid if that's what they want. But if they think they can actually uh, strong arm the entire nation here to pay into their little uh, their little fund for reparations for their state, no, no, you're not going to bring us down. You want to go down in flames? Go down in flames. But you lead the 49 other states out of this. This is your this is your mess, not mine. Thank you for coming. Yeah, thanks. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back, uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee... You have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Don't become dependent on the medical system. Get and stay healthy naturally with Extendivite. Metals in the liver cause peroxides to get dumped into the bloodstream. Peroxides do more damage than free radicals to the arteries, and the LDL has no protection from peroxides, causing the LDL to get stuck in the arteries, creating a potential blockage. Extendivite slowly chelates the metals away from the liver so it can dispose of what was meant to be a harmless process, peroxide. Extendivite 7 Herbs has a job to strengthen the organs and circulatory highway. Can you afford a heart attack? Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. 
Extend your life with Extendo Voice. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not, or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Open lines right down there. There's nobody waiting, so it's 512-248-8252. That's 512-248-8252. This story going out to Marcus in Idaho. You like this story, Marcus. You're a big Trump fan. The Trump campaign is now lashing out again, once again, at Florida Governor Ron DeSantis for leaving a wake of destruction. I question mark. Wake of destruction. My God, is must be terrible down here in Florida. No, it's, it's actually pretty nice. Actually, things are going really well economically here. We didn't shut down. Uh, we didn't follow the mandates. Um, no, actually, DeSantis, I'm kind of proud of him. He pushed, a, he pushed back against anything that was coming from the White House Biden administration on this pandemic, scandemic of COVID. The Trump campaign claims that under DeSantis, Florida has come become one of the worst states, become one of the worst states to live, to find economic opportunity, to work, to retire, to raise a family, to pay your taxes, to be safe, to rent a home, affordable energy, and die. Well, that pretty much covers everything to A to Z here down here in Florida, a bad place to live. No, I disagree. I disagree. Um, Hey, Danny boy, you live down there, Palm Beach, Mar-a-Lago. You don't like it here? Take a hike. Move. Move. See, it doesn't quite fit. Florida is actually getting more people moving here. And if it was any of those things that he had listed here, this long list, any of these things were true, people wouldn't be moving here from all over the country. They would not be moving here. So it doesn't fit. It's a stupid accusation, a stupid comment. And, uh, well, we'll just leave it at that. Ron DeSantis was in Japan today. He's working on some deals, some trade deals with the prime minister of Japan there. The purpose is trade, to bring more trade into Florida. Florida having the 15th largest, 15th largest economy. I'm sure the Trump camp will try to find something, something negative and derogatory about 
Ron DeSantis meeting with somebody from Japan on trade. I'm sure that'll be something tied in. Tying in Japan to China in some way, it's a bad thing for America. He's a sellout to the United States, sellout to Florida. Uh, Again, if you don't like it here, Donnie boy, leave, move, move away. Go back to New York. Maybe that's where you belong anyway. Maybe that's more of your kind of people. You know, there's a lot of cutthroats up there in business. Maybe that's where you you should go back to, what feels comfortable for you. Yeah, stop slamming the own state you live in. You look stupid by saying it, okay? Population growth down here. I think that things are going pretty well, better than most states. We're, we're better than most states down here. We really are. We're doing well. Let's go back to the phones and talk to Sherry in Kansas. Welcome, Sherry. Hi, Steve. Hey, how you doing, Sherry? Okay. Hey, Good. last week you were talking about your your friend that had pancreatic cancer, died of pancreatic cancer. Well, I was talking about an artist, uh, a musician. Oh, Okay. The, yeah, musician the, Nick Webb from Acoustic Alchemy, how he, he finished his project here with, with very limited time left to live. And uh, he went in the studio each and every day that he could when he wasn't sick. And they finished out the CD. They hammered it out, finished it. And Greg Carmichael, his writing partner, said, what do you want to call this, Nick? And Nick said positive thinking. Uh, he died before the release of the CD called Positive Thinking. And it was a fine CD, but I, I thought it was rather unique story to tear to tell and share because that's kind of where I am right now. I'm, I'm thinking positive. I, I mean, I've got a road ahead of me here. I've got some some things to take care of and treatments and things like that. But I'm not deterred. I'm going to keep a positive mindset. And so the, the CD itself, positive thinking. And here's a guy who was terminal. I mean, it was spread everywhere other than the pancreas. It was metastasized, and so he still came out thinking positive thinking even in his late stage of life there yeah have you ever heard about william kelly dr william kelly yeah i have i've heard i've heard something yeah he's actually the one who really um i don't know that he necessarily it was his original idea but he really developed metabolic typing Mm -hmm. for patients and he's probably responsible for more people getting themselves over cancer than anybody else. And um, see, because he had pancreatic cancer in 69, and he he didn't die till like 1999 or maybe a couple of years into the 2000s. And he he had pancreatic cancer? Yes. Wow. And, um, you know, and his metabolic typing... Um, as far as your your diet, not all people do well on yeah. a vegetarian diet, and it's it's yeah. really according to their metabolism. But I'll tell you who's another broadcaster on um, this network, Jeff Bennett. He public he's uh, works with the Kelly family to keep his stuff published and his website and stuff. Yeah. So that's someone you want to. Maybe talk to because he can. But there's, uh, I I've got a, I've re- got a couple of people I need to talk to. Um, Ingrid Castle contacted me. Yes, I need to talk talk to definitely her. Definitely her too. And uh, another listener with with quite a bit of information, Rob in uh, Michigan. I need to give him a call. But uh, no, I'm I'm looking at all possibilities, all angles here. I'm uh, 
I've got a little bit of time, and I'm doing my research and homework now, but uh, thank you for that story. Uh, pancreatic well, cancer, 1969, yeah. and, and lived, yeah, what, to 1999? Yeah, something like that. But uh, he's originally from Kansas, in fact, the county just south of where I live, but I didn't learn about him till in the 90s, and I did not realize that he had moved back here because um, I was living uh, – he lived in Texas for quite a while. He was a dentist by trade. And, um, and but anyway, um, if I would have known that he had moved back to his family uh, place there, I probably would have made an effort to go meet him because he really did help a lot of people. His His original book was like One Answer to Cancer. And then it's it goes by a different... Uh, name now but jeff jeff knows a lot about that so anyway um i just wanted to let you know that so okay appreciate that all right thank you thank you let's go back to the phones talk to pat in texas pat are you there hi uh the uh uh jeff who sells the who sells uh on rbn he's, he's not on mondays he's given that to his spread, which is doing a really good job, but mm-hmm. seven o'clock, and uh, he, he sells gold, and he sells mm-hmm. it the right way too. So mm-hmm. uh, he has commercials all over RBN, the gold commercials. Yeah, okay? yeah, I've heard him. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, mainly, I guess uh, I just been sleeping. I sleep through anything that doesn't interest me. <laughs> Oh, that doesn't make me feel good. I thought I've had some pretty good topics tonight there, Pat. Well, don't tell you the dream I was having. It was so beautiful. Well, okay, okay. I know you having a dream of young men, young boys. I got it. I understand. Young, yeah, young. You call me old all the time. Now give me credit (laughs) for being old, please. Well, you'll have to go back to the archives if you miss the first hour. It's pretty good, I think. So. Well, uh, all I know is is that I was having a dream, Mm -hmm. and. and I was in a dormitory, and I was with a bunch of girls, and, and we didn't use our refrigerator. That was typical when I was in college. I didn't have time to cook. I mean, you know, I had to, I had hard courses. I mean, medical technology science courses are not, they're not the hardest that nurses take, unless you just went ahead and did better with. But yeah. uh, then you got to laugh with each one of those science courses, you know, so it, it was. You were busy. You know, I, I, I love the courses I took. I, I love the pathophysiology, the virology. Um, I loved it all. I loved physiology. I just, microbiology. Oh, God, I love this stuff. My lungs were twice as big as everybody else. I said, oh, that accounts for a yeah. lot of stuff. Yeah. But anyway, that's where I was. Uh, and and uh, I, I was dreaming that uh, I was living with a bunch of girls. And, uh, and and we didn't uh, have uh, uh, we didn't use our refrigerator, and then I went over there to a friend a friend of mine uh, where he he was living, and I think that was you, and and uh, and he was talking to uh, some people in that mm-hmm. place where they uh, they they uh, I don't know they didn't have a refrigerator they needed one. <laughs> And, uh, and he was just carrying on like you, like like you were, you know, about something. Mm-hmm. 
but it wasn't racism. It was, but it was ugly. It was he, that person that was that was that person who was trying to talk them into the stuff. He was the ugliest person I've ever seen. I, I mean, I would say he was like the devil or something. I don't know. I and I thought, well, I don't talk to this black girl here. <laughs> and so I started talking to her. And she, her her mouth was like wide open, like. I don't know what's really going on here. I said, well, I tell you what. I said, oh, if y'all need a refrigerator, <laughs> we mm-hmm. got one here. And I don't think anybody will steal your stuff. <laughs> you know? And, and I'm thinking, uh, I think I'm just dreaming about what all was, what the situation is, and that the communists are starting the racism. And we're falling in, into uh, believing that that's the way it is. I mean, well, some uh, some people are not everybody. I think there's a lot of people who oppose all this, and like I guess so. That's what's uh, the spark that starts the fire here. If that ever goes through, well, I think we are going to see a race war. We're going to see people that said, "I had no problem with these people, and no, now wait, I have wait, a problem. Wait, now wait. I hate people." And uh, you're definitely going to have a division of this country. We are we are we're already divided enough right now. We're divided in our let politics. Me, we're divided on so many issues right now, and this would no, be the uh, the straw that that broke the camel's back to reward to somebody at the behalf of my my income. I mean, you know, we don't talk about anything on RBN. It's important because I think people are using RBN to ruin the world. I mean, hey, we know about. Uh, you know, we know about getting rid of the, not taking the, the jab and all that stuff, but mm-hmm. uh, w- w- they don't, they don't try to keep you from voting according to race and you, and we need to get people to vote right. Oh, well, it's too late. We've lost it. No, that's when you get give up. See? No, well, you're, you're forgetting the whole system is rigged. Dominion no. just made a huge victory here against Fox News. Okay, don't forget no, the system no, that cheated no, Donald no, Trump no, like in 2020 is still in place. It's going to be there in 2024, and uh, unless it's dismantled and taken apart, Donald Trump is going to lose a second time. And how embarrassing is that going to be when the system no, that defeated him in 2020 is used against him in 2024? That's going to be so embarrassing. He's going to have to move out of the country. Okay, so you can vote so all you want. It doesn't doesn't. matter if the system is rigged, Pat. If it's rigged, voting, standing Um, in line doesn't matter. I should have known you wouldn't let me talk either. No, I'm I'm trying to to tell you that the system is is locked in with corruption right now, Pat. We've got to get the corruption out in order to have a fair and honest vote. Do you want a race war on the street? No, I I don't want one. Do you want one? I don't. But you're going to get you're going to get one, Pat. You're going to get one because the government is pushing race war. Somebody says we need to get our guns and get out on the street. I said, no, we don't need to do that. Uh uh. I never said that. I've never heard anybody in RBN say get your guns and get on the street. Never heard it. I thought you would let me talk and not talk over me, but most people just talk over you. And, and they still Pat, think you're, that we're in a rare mood tonight. You're in a very rare mood tonight. I don't know what's going on. Maybe go back, take another nap again. You seem to can be kind of irritable at no, me no, as no, if I'm no, the problem no. of what's going on with this country being divided. I'm not the problem. I'm pointing it out. This is a divided country, was. Pat. The problem is communists, but the prophets over the years have warned us that this was going to happen. 
So if, if somebody warns you, they come from other countries. It's well, well, we have some here, uh, some very good ones here. Robin uh, D. Bullock, B U L L O C K, on on uh, YouTube. Uh, a lot of good prophets here. He grew up in the he grew up in the wild. He, it was so far out in the, in the woods where he lived. <laughs> Oh, well, he's a very interesting person. Let me, let me ask you something, Pat. Let me ask you something. Yeah. I, I got to get going to other calls here. I got a couple more. But are you happy with what you see in America today? Are you happy? Are you I happy about good. this country being divided? Good. Are you happy about the LGBTQ and the brainwashing of oh, our children? Oh, are you okay with all that? Now, now you're hitting the problem. The LGBTQ is the biggest problem we have. And and, uh, and and people, uh, they can't. Uh, it's it's the biggest one. I don't know how we're going to solve that because uh, the churches are being talked into. Uh, oh, I forgot what they call that. Uh, just accept everybody. No, you can't do that. The church. Uh-uh. The churches got got uh, pushed into accepting all this by one word and one not. word only, and that's tolerance. They told them be tolerant, be tolerant of our lifestyle, and tolerance leads to acceptance later on. I'll tell you a church right here that's been here for 30-something years, and they've been uh, telling you how to get out of this 501c3 crowd. There's the problem. That's the problem. They don't want to lose their money, one of them. They don't want to lose their Uh, taxation benefits yet. You're right. There you go. I just said that. But I just told you a church right here, and I know the preacher has been uh, telling people how to get out of the 501c3. Okay, so I how mean, come more more churches aren't doing that then? How come, Pat? I don't know. I I, I think that, well, I don't want to go into my, about that, but... No, no, uh, I mean, if they want, we well, want a domino have, effect have, of churches to speak right out in politics and push back against government has. agendas, uh, and if the 501c3 is keeping people silent because of that tax-free status, then I'd like to see more churches say, you know what, take your 501c3 and shove it where the sun don't shine. I'm going to speak my political my my, my political well, beliefs, and I don't care about well, the taxation well, issue. That's what I, Pat, that's I got to move on. I got to move on. I got other callers. I appreciate it. Enjoy your nap. Talk to you soon. James in Vancouver, you're on. Yeah, uh, hi there. Um, yeah, you can uh, you can blow off pancreatic cancer if you know how to do it. Again, it's the uh, same formula. And um, that was one of the first cases I learned about 25 years ago. Um, I was going to say uh, one of the greatest jobs if you want to become a slave is become a bench chemist in, in Big Pharma. And... Uh, with those contracts you have to sign, they own you for ever. So, I, I assume I assume when you work for these people, you probably sign some kind of confidentiality agreement, non-disclosure agreement. I would assume they're all tied to that. Would I be Would I be correct on saying that, making that that comment? Well, I worked for an independent uh, <clears throat> pharmaceutical. I didn't work for a big one. Yeah. So uh, there was no contract. Really. I was a free agent. I'm amazed. So, I would think they'd tie you to a certain number of years that you can't even work for another company, a competing company, if you left the company, I would think. Well, I was working as a political consultant, actually. I was mm-hmm. involved with um, 
lobbying Washington around the year 1999-2000. And uh, so I, I've got that experience. And uh, unless you come to Washington with big money, there's no way anything's going to happen because uh, it's all locked up tight by the big banks, the bond yeah. traders, the pharmaceuticals who've gone out and got the billions of dollars for FDA approval. Yep. There's no way anybody's going to get a cure for cancer because that would put everybody out of business. Who's yeah. well, I, agree. Money, I, I agree. I think there are cures for cancer, and I think I'm pretty certain there are. And they just hold on. Well, anyway. By the, speaking of which, let me ask you this real quick here, because it kind of went off the radar for a little while. But I was expecting President, former President Jimmy Carter to die from cancer. And I know he got oh. treated many, many years ago, went to Israel, supposedly got the treatment, the cure. He was 100% cured. And uh, now I understand right. he's dying. But then it, it just kind of disappeared, the story that I thought he was on his deathbed. And he seems to be doing fine now again. So I don't know. Right. The whole cancer right. issue. Let me give you another one. Rudy Giuliani. When I started in the business 20-some years ago, he had cancer. Yeah. And now he's doing very well. Amazing. Amazing. What kind of cancer did Giuliani have? What kind of cancer did he have? I think he had bladder cancer, if I'm not mistaken. Bladder. And I was yeah. told by my partners to stay away from him. They were going to go to him. And uh, so I never contacted Giuliani. Uh -huh. I contacted Steve Jobs, though, <clears throat> but I, I wasn't able to make contact. But uh, you know, I, I've always wondered if was, Steve Jobs. I've always wondered if Steve Jobs was taken out with the cancer on purpose. It could be. Lots of people are. Yeah, I know. Lots of people I are know. the whistleblowers. Yeah. See. So my competitors, people, anyway, people like uh, Bill Gates would be happy to see Steve Jobs disappear. I'm sure of that. Well, all those billionaire types, they all know the inside deal, the whole inside deal, mm -hmm. right? This is, a, this is a very key point, right? Yeah. So anyway, maybe I should let you go and we'll talk again. How's that? Yeah, good. I always enjoy your conversations. You always bring a lot to the table when you call in. I appreciate your calls. I really well, do. Well, uh, I Pat appreciate tonight, talking I'm not to sure you. about Pat tonight. Pat was on one. I don't know. She took a... A little long nap there, okay. and she woke up out of a bad dream, and I don't know. I well, thought she was kind of attacking okay. me today. I, so, I yeah, no, well, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I appreciate the call. Um, Thanks again, James. Appreciate yes, it. Yes, sir. Talk to you later. Bye now. All righty here. Let's uh, talk about a couple things here real quick here. I thought we're interesting some economic news here. Of course, we saw this one coming from a mile away. Bed Bath & Beyond is uh, has filed for bankruptcy protection after a long struggle here, I guess uh, Mike Lindell, of course, who got canceled from Bed Bath & Beyond, probably has the last laugh on this one here, Mr. MyPillows, because they canceled him and stopped carrying his products. Um, I guess he gets the last laugh on this one. You're going out of business here. Gavin Newsom directs California's National Guard to battle San Francisco's fentanyl crisis. I find that quite um, interesting that he's willing to take on the fentanyl crisis but isn't the fentanyl crisis tied into your legal immigration issues coming over the border? Isn't that kind of tied into it? Yeah, so you got the National Guard, what? Are they stopping people from entering California? No, no, they're not. So I'm not sure what this is, maybe just for show. But um, the California National Guard is supposedly taking on the San Francisco fentanyl crisis. I think that's uh, 
that's something to look about. Uh, U.S. compensating three people for COVID-19 vaccine injury claims. And the story behind that is more than 8,000 people have filed claims with the federal government, not the pharmaceutical, but the federal government, alleging injuries for the COVID-19 vaccines. Get this, get this. Three of those people have now received a cash payout, a cash payout. Their combined compensation is less than $5,000. That's what I said, less than $5,000. That's nothing. It's peanuts. And it's, again, it's targeting the government, not the pharmaceuticals who lied to you about the safe and effectiveness of the vaccines. And they're not vaccines anyway, okay? Let's just call them what they really are. DNA, RNA, DNA, mutating gene therapy. That's exactly what it is. It's not a vaccine. It doesn't work, causes great harm, but that's all they got was $5,000. I combined to three people and $5,000. That is pitiful. It's embarrassing. There's something interesting here. Ray Epps was on 60 Minutes the other day. They played the uh, sympathetic piece uh, on about Ray Epps. Uh, evidently, he's the victim now. He's not the provocateur that we all saw saying, go into the Capitol. We need to go into the Capitol on the bullhorn. He's a victim. He's a victim. He's playing the victim, lying through his teeth here, saying he tried to keep the people calm and just direct traffic. Total bunk. We saw the videos. We saw you saying, go, we need to go into the Capitol. He's an FBI informant. He's a provocateur, and he's getting off scot-free. FBI could care less about this guy because he works for them. The whole thing, the January 6th incident was all orchestrated, all calculated to blame Donald Trump for, so he can't enter 2024 race to disqualify him. That's it. That completes our show tonight. Thank you for uh, participating. Thank you for your calls. Health, happiness, and safe travels. We will talk again. Good night. Hello, I'm Dr. Leonard Horowitz. I was right 30 years ago in warning the world about threatening lab virus outbreaks, AIDS, and Ebola. I was right 20 years ago when FBI Director Robert Mueller made me a suspect in the anthrax mailings because I warned the Bureau before the CIA's biocrime and Cipro sales psyops happened. I was right about COVID-19 being an AIDS-laced mutagen plan to resurge this fall to excuse officials' profitable depopulation globalization agendas. And I was right about the only safeguards being antioxidants and holy spiritual sustenance. Vitamin C, D, zinc, chlorophyll, oxygen, and oxysilver especially transmits the frequency resonance to neutralize the expanded function bioweapon. Oxysilver is a double superconductor of the healing power of love. It is the first nutraceutical invented to amplify prayer power and the faithful loving intention of your heart. Buy, try, and stockpile OxySilver through HealthyWorldStore.com. 
You're listening to Real Talk Radio, only on the Republic Broadcasting Network. 